I am so excited today to introduce you to my new friends, Amy and Mandy with Rooted and Wild Adventure Company. They started Rooted and Wild just over a year ago in Utah, and they lead women on amazing adventures all over the state of Utah. It was such a fun conversation, and I'm excited because Amy and Mandy are presenting at our virtual summit in February, and I don't know when you're watching this or when you're listening to this, but tickets for our virtual conference, the Hike Like a Woman Summit, open on February 1st, 2024, but, you know... The summit is in May, and then you'll be able to catch the replay of the summit for another six months. So if you like what you're hearing here on our podcast and on our channel as we're introducing our summit speakers, head to our website, hikelikewoman.com. You're going to be able to access all of these presentations even after the summit. So uh, go check it out. Learn more about our summit. Learn more about our speakers. And enjoy my conversation today with Amy and Mandy. Rooted and wild, guys. <laughs> Tell me yes. This. Tell me your origin story. How did you get started? Okay, because, yeah. uh, what you're doing is very cool, by the way. Oh, so, thank you. So how did you get excited? <laughs> okay, so I'm Amy. Mandy. This is Mandy. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually met, we lived in a really rural, isolated town in northern Arizona. <clears throat> and we both had young kids at the time. Mm-hmm. And kind of the town where, um, like, we didn't have family or kind of like uh, the community, not community sport, but like we didn't have family in town. Yeah. To kind yeah. of be that like support system. support system for us, so it's kind of the town where like your friends your friends become your family, and um also kind of a place where there wasn't much to do besides the outdoors. So like gorgeous hiking, the lake mm-hmm. is there, the river is there. So we just kind of like found ourselves adventuring together with our families so often. Mm-hmm. We invited other like other women to come and join us with their kids, and it just we realized how crucial it became for like our mental health to get outside mm-hmm. and to like constantly be like discovering new places, seeing new things, challenging ourselves. So um, we really wanted to like bring that to other women to experience um, just like the joy that the outdoors can bring. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of <laughs> where it all started. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we moved away from each other and then we ended up in the exact same place. Like we, I moved to Phoenix <gasps> and Amy moved to Utah and then I, we decided we were going to do this business and then I somehow ended 10 minutes living 10 minutes from Amy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it was like meant to be, it was wild. So we just took a leap of faith that somehow we were going to make it work with like me living 10 hours away. And then within months we were living so close. Yeah. So, so. yeah. And just like, I think we're both like saw like how like adventuring with our kids connected us to them yes. so much as yeah. little humans. Yeah. And just like giving that gift or hope, hope hopefully <laughs> yeah. to other people. Yeah. That's spooky. <laughs> Isn't that weird? But also the universe is like, this is a team that needs like <laughs> they need to be united. Yes. And it's been awesome and horrifying and great ever since. <laughs> Are you you're both married? Uh-huh. Yeah, and we do your spouses get along? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay, so they're cool crazy. with like the serendipitous sisterhood thing. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yes. I think they're 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 very much just like understand us as humans. Yeah, and uh-huh. our need to push past the normal. Yeah, so they're fine with that. And luckily, our kids get along really well too because yes. we naturally like do a lot of trips mm-hmm. together, a mm-hmm. lot of hiking, mm-hmm. snowshoeing stuff together. So luckily, everyone gets along. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's good because I have people in my life and I don't like their kids. So wow. I venture yes. with them. I hate to be that person, but it's like if your kid is not gonna listen when it's like, hey, you shouldn't stand oh. so close to that cliff. Yeah, and then I don't I don't really want to go hiking with you. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna exactly. be too stressful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I digress. So you started how long ago did you start uh rooted and wild? So it's been uh, this was our first year. Mm-hmm. So we started like October officially wasn't it October? Yeah, that was official. Like we we guided our first adventure last actually January like second uh-huh. of this year. Yeah. So we started guiding snowshoeing, and we started just so small. Like we started with just snowshoeing, and mm-hmm. then we've really just been able to like keep growing and mm-hmm. growing. And there's just been like more demand than we could have ever anticipated. Yeah, <laughs> and so we never really saw ourselves as like entrepreneurs. Oh no. Um, more just like <laughs> gatherers. We really love yeah, to like gather and host. And mm-hmm. so, um, but it has been so fun. We yeah. have really loved, I mean, there's been so much growth, so much stretching, Yeah, but like, we've really loved the journey. It's been so great. What's been your biggest challenge getting started? Oh, I'm like, <laughs> like you want to say I'm marketing, like, <laughs> marketing, figuring out the permitting system. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, sure, uh, yeah. You understand you that. Know. Yeah, but Amy's like our permit queen. Yes. Yeah, like you, you're the one that has to do all the, <laughs> yeah. all the applications. But yeah, and I think marketing and figuring out like how to market where, and because we both moved here last year, and so we started at ground zero. We started yeah. with nothing. Like we aren't those people with connections. We had mm-hmm. to make our own. Yeah. So that was really hard. Yeah, and kind of also like I think we've learned, especially in the last six months, like being able to like finding what other people need and what we can offer. And then like finally making those match yeah. in mm-hmm. something that is like really exciting for us and really exciting for other people. So we've kind of found that like, we feel like we kind of hit gold when we did mm-hmm. launch year of adventure. And that's been like really successful mm-hmm. and we're really excited about that. Mm-hmm. So. That's a great segue into my next question. Uh, year of adventure, man. I have a year of adventure. It's up back there. That's my calendar. All those oh, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my uh, that's the big ass calendar. I, oh, I need gosh. one of those. I know. Right. Go Google big ass calendar. Yeah. Um, so tell me, I'm planning a year of adventure. You guys do a year of adventure with your community. Tell me what your year of adventure looks like. Yeah. So we, it's like, we had the idea because I was talking to someone on a hike and I was like, how are we going to make this work? And she does a subscription service for her business. And she's like, well, what if you did like an outdoor subscription service? And we're like, wait, what would that even look like? Yeah. So we had this idea that once a month in the evening, a group of women would get together almost like someone called it like a book club, but we go do a different adventure every single month. So, and then also like, people here hate the winter so but that allows you to see outdoors in all of its seasons and appreciate what that month can be special for yeah so like this next year we have like snowshoeing cross-country skiing we're gonna be doing some archery and rock climbing and like we're even gonna go float in the great salt lake so um and there's like different groups of women so the goal is by the end of the year you've like tried 12 new things. Yeah. Explored 12 local gems are all kind of like based on what we have locally. Mm-hmm. And then um, you come away with like a group of gals that you can yeah. adventure with in the future. So we're really excited about it. That's so cool. 
<laughs> yeah. so cool. I wish I lived in you. Well, I don't because it's smoggy there, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm like, where we are, there's, yeah. Yeah, the air quality. Yeah, I'm right only now, five I'm... hours away. Maybe I'll buzz <laughs> down and go. <laughs> you've done all these adventures so far. Like you've got a, almost a year's worth of adventures under your belt mm-hmm. with this group. What is what's been the one that is there one that's been just extremely like meaningful or memorable? I wonder. Yes. I will say the same thing. I know. I'm like you go first. I'll, I can I'll say too. like our backpacking, like yes. our overnight backpacking with mm-hmm. women. It's just like th- th- we realize like that's our. We love having that amount of time with yeah. women, which our year of adventure will be less, but we'll just see them more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like really getting to know people outdoors in a like a longer setting, it like it helps. I feel like it does the most transformation almost. Yes. Yeah. And you just like get to capture the like unanticipated magic of being oh, outside. Sure. You know, like it's the not stars. as curated. Yeah. And, yes. and I feel like it's not you can't like it's like nature is showing you how amazing it is instead of us presenting it as much. So it's being able to like experience so many different, beautiful, just like glimmers of the outdoors. And so that was, Mm -hmm. I think for sure, our favorite trip last year was when we guided backpacking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love guided backpacking trips too. And what I've noticed is like the first day of the trip, especially if it's a group that doesn't know each other, everyone's a little bit nervous, (laughs) butterflies and, uh, people still have their makeup on and it's like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's a little bit uncomfortable, but all it takes is for someone to fart or like the first person to poop. Like that always yeah, like the thing. Crack the ice. Yeah, yeah, we did. We actually did like a cold plunge and Amy and I were like challenging. You don't have to do it. It's fine. You don't need to do yeah. it. And so like we were in our like little undies. We're like, okay, we'll do it first. And no one feels like they have to. Then like five women out of the forest come like wearing absolutely nothing they just and they just like dipped in that skinny dipped and they fully embraced it and we were like wow you guys were like this is magic yes it was so it was really fun there's always that one that one moment where the group comes Mm -hmm. together yes yeah yeah and yeah it's so different from your normal life that's what's so cool is like yeah, it's set apart in a cool Yeah, way. it's so like memorable. I think mm-hmm. each of those like women went away like r- really remembering mm-hmm. all that fun stuff we did. So, so yeah. Cool. And you said some of your adventures are without children. So you leave your children at home. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of women really, and myself included, like, um, like I'm climbing Kilimanjaro, I'm going to miss my kid's 11th birthday, right? So I have a lot of like mom guilt over missing oh, yeah. go on a big adventure. How do you, how do you cope with that with thinking, okay, you know, I'm going to take a weekend and go backpacking. I'm going to leave my kids with my spouse. They're going to be okay. He's going to be okay. They're probably going to have a lot of fun without me, but I still feel a little bit guilty sure. about leaving them behind. Do you experience oh. that? Oh, yes. I feel like when I first transitioned into being a mom, I felt like kind of some shame about like, oh, if I want to still adventure the way I did before, Mm -hmm. that it's because I'm not feeling fulfillment in motherhood, which is not that, you know, that's not the Mm -hmm. case. That's kind of what I was like. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. Why am I like, why do I still have this? Why is this not enough? Like, like just being a mom should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I find that I am just like, I'm a better mom if I go experience the outdoors and kind of like I come back to being a mom with like more creativity, more clarity, more mm-hmm. energy. 
And I just find that like, I am the person, like I'm the mom that I want them to have. Like Mm. if I'm still experiencing like, you know, those like things I'm really passionate about, it just makes me more fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be around. So, yeah. And I think like we, if we want to raise like adventurous, curious little humans, then they have to see us doing that. Like if they see like, oh, my mom went and did this thing when they're adults or their moms. I think about my daughter when she's a mom, what do I want for her? Mm-hmm. I don't want her to just lose herself for anyone. I yeah. want her to be more fulfilled. And so I'm like, I have to show her like how fulfilling life can be and not just like <laughs> lose myself completely for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. You're also modeling to yeah. your children. I don't, I only have boys and they're wild and stinky, um, but you're showing, especially your daughters that Mm -hmm. women can do this Mm -hmm. and you can start an outdoor company and you can, uh, change lives and you can, you can do these hard things and big adventures. So for showing girls that they can do it. Yeah. Historically, that hasn't been the case for women. So it's really cool to be a part of that. And I think too, like with my kids, like if I am outdoors, I learn to approach it with more curiosity, but then I bring that home. Like when I'm interacting with them and when they're even being difficult, I can have more patience in those moments. Like I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I have even noticed now just like in bringing in bringing my kids with me and showing them the outdoors, it's like introducing them to kind of like, you know, healthy ways to cope with stress or like, you know, things like that when like the outdoors are available for them too and teaching them how to access them and utilize that even when they're adults is like really helpful. So. And you're also teaching your children risk management skills. I think that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of a lot of parents don't think about. Like when we haul up our kids and we like go skiing and we go snowshoeing yes. and we all the outdoor mom thing that's so cool. But um, our children are watching us as we are navigating the risks associated with getting outdoors. Yeah, and um, that is a skill that can be learned, but I think it's learned best when a child sees our example and how we are like, Oh, Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't keep climbing up this mountain because that's <laughs> what's rolling in or, Oh, Hmm. This trail has given me a creepy vibe. Maybe, yes. <laughs> maybe we should try another trail today or, uh-huh. okay, I'm getting, we're going to pack a little bit of extra water today because it's really hot. So mm-hmm. I think our kids are watching those us make those risk management decisions and, and, and learning for sure. Yeah. And also seeing that, like the, that you can take risks. Cause yeah. I think a lot of times, like, yeah. especially with anxiety on the rise, myself yeah. included, like you have to learn that you can, you will survive a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Risk does not equal dead on the side of it. Exactly. <laughs> Even if it wasn't ideal, yeah. you can still yeah. do not ideal things. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to push it a little bit too. Yeah, exactly. Like not not stay in your little safe bubble of control. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that bubble sometimes. But oh yeah, I know. We do too. Yeah. <laughs> like who we all have it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Amy and Mandy, you guys are talking at our upcoming summit. 
And I'm really excited. I reached out to you guys because I just think you're incredible doing great things to help get uh, women outside. So um, in 60 seconds or less, can you give us a little sneak peek or a little taste or even if you're just throwing around ideas, what you're some what you're what you're thinking about for your presentation? Yeah, of like. And so I think for me, I was thinking of like the advantages of choosing to go on adventures and like the benefits to not just you, but to your whole family. And um, just like one point I was thinking of, I guess this might be later, but my father has early um, onset Alzheimer's. And just thinking of like brain health has kind of been huge for me this past year of like, oh my gosh, it's kind of a panicking situation. But like the number one thing you can do for your brain is to do new things, is to be uncomfortable, is to like, you can literally change like the physical, the physical shape of your brain by trying something new. You can create like new neural pathways. And so I think for me, like, like that is so beneficial and Mm -hmm. it moves forward. Like I would love to have had my dad longer and I would hope that like I can be there for my kids as long as possible. And like staying in your comfort zone isn't the way to do it. So, not at all. Probably more. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I'm I'm sorry you're going through this, but oh no, it's fine. I just think yeah, it's been a big because he he did live in his comfort zone, you know, mm-hmm. and that's fine and it worked. But I just yeah. it just isn't the way I can be. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then you're you're changing by kind of rewiring your brain. You're changing your yeah. whole family. You're changing your family tree. Totally. And I think like it it was kind of my passed on to me to be safe. Like that is, Mm -hmm. that is my inheritance is safety. And so like, and that's a lot of people's where it just feels easier to not dream big or not get curious about a different way of approaching life. But it, it like, it opens you up so much more. Like it makes the time you have so much more full. Yeah. And just, I, I think as adults, like often we don't try, we're not as like apt to try new things, mm-hmm. but um, like it's, it's never too late to like jump in. Yeah. And so um, I, I think we'll touch on that too. Like I agree. adventuring and like rediscovering yourself through getting in the outdoors um, is just like so beneficial. Well, and I didn't grow up doing anything outdoors. So we were talking about that a lot of like how it's yeah. not really, and how it, you do belong. Like mm-hmm. if you have these things that you're excited about, like start small, don't make it feel overwhelming, but here's like the ways to start small, have a little adventure yeah. in your backyard. Yeah. But then like, it's not too late and you do belong even if you don't have the money or the gear or the experience or the yeah. experience yet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's people like you who can help, right. sure. help you get a little taste of it to see if it's something that yes you want to do in the future exactly yeah and just to help people like over those barriers of like knowing where to go or like how to do it safely or what gear to bring so Mm -hmm. make it more accessible for women who just want to try and you don't have to feel dumb trying yeah and I that like it breaks my heart when I get an email or a dm and it's like this is a stupid question but (laughs) I want to say that's not like that's not a stupid question because you're gen- like you genuinely genu- you genuinely want to know how to get started. So it's not stupid. Um, I wish I wish that women felt like 
in a comfortable space where they could ask a question without feeling dumb about it. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that's been our funnest people to guide Mm -hmm. on adventures is people who haven't done it before because everything feels Mm -hmm. like magic the first time, you know, where they're like, Oh my gosh, I have been missing out. Or like, how gorgeous is this? That's the funnest people to bring on a new adventure because they like, they see it in a different light. So those are the best people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I And I love, I love when I'm guiding a woman and she feels like she's about to do something really hard mm-hmm. and she's not sure if she can do it. She's standing at the trailhead thinking I can't do this hike or I don't know if I'm going to finish this hike. Yeah. And then a couple hours later, she's standing on a summit and she's mm-hmm. crying because she did the really hard thing that she thought yes. she could do. <laughs> right. And you yes. have moments like that. And they are, I think they give us goosebumps, but I yeah. think that we're similar in that that's kind of why we do what we do because that is, you know, it's not about changing a million lives. It's changing one life. Yeah. And we're able to do that when we uh, take these groups of women outside. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Just like opening their eyes to what they're capable of and like mm-hmm. being able to like be part of that and witness that is so special. Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> What's one misconception that people might have about hiking and adventuring with children? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh yes. I am like, I think the most common misconception is that they can't happen at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That you kind of have to like pack that part of yourself away until your kids are older, right? Yes. And I think we both like experienced that. Like I remember I had just had my second baby. She was like two weeks old and we oh. hit Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And my like my parents got me like a new backpacking backpack and they got me some new climbing gear and my husband like got me a fishing pole. And I remember opening them and being like, like having an identity crisis of like, <laughs> am I still even this person anymore? Yeah. It was like <laughs> such a crucial moment of like, Oh my gosh. Like, can I, can I still be her like the outdoor Amy? And so, um, yeah, I think it takes a little bit of time to find your footing. Like it's, it's not the same. It's not the exact same when you take kids on an adventure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I find it like so much more meaningful and you have time to be like more intentional about how you want it to be. Like when you're bringing little people, you really have to plan through every piece. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to be very intentional. Like we can't, there's a little bit less risk I'm willing to take when I have like my kids with me, Mm -hmm. but it's so special when I can like share a part of that, a part of me with my kids that way. Mm -hmm. And, And I like, I like that when you do bring kids, you also let go of some control, which is a really good thing to learn to do. Like you build up that tolerance for lack of control and then like letting them take the lead a little bit. It like, it it lets you see the world through their eyes, which is so much more of like a meditative, like, like they might pick up a leaf and want to spend 10 minutes looking at it. And you're like, I know. (laughs) Or they might just jump back and forth around. Like my son, he circles me. It's like a dog. But yeah, I feel like you 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 get to see it, you get to do this the adventures and maybe different ones, and maybe you build up to the same ones that you were doing beforehand, but you do it in through a new pair of eyes, which is really cool. Yeah. And really it's about like we talk a lot about relationships with other women and friendships Mm -hmm. on the trail, but when we talk about family adventures, 
I think we make really special relationships with our partners yes. and with our children. I feel like when I'm at home, I'm like mom and I'm like, yes. I get the dirty socks. Is yes. that in the dishwasher? Did you make your bed? Uh, you know, I, I, sometimes I just go into like mom mode where yes. I'm constantly like just telling my kids to do things. But I feel like, and, and I don't know your thought, you might disagree with this, but I feel like when I'm on the trail, I'm less of a mom and more of a friend. Yes. Yes. Well, and even like the science behind like walking and talking rather mm-hmm. than sitting and talking is like huge. Like you're in a non-confrontational yeah. space. Yeah. Like all of your big feels have a lot of air. You're breathing mm-hmm. a lot more oxygen. Like, yep. I feel like you're setting yourself up for more success. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when we when I get overwhelmed with like the chaos at home, if we just like step outside our front door, it's instantly like everyone can like take a deep breath and like, we're all just doing so much better. So it's so interesting how it's like that. Yeah. We're all going to take a walk around the block. Scream for half of it. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to come back happy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to come back happy. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I love I love those moments. I think our our best like family conversations happen in a cabin, a yurt, or a tent. Yes, when everybody's laying in their sleeping bags, trying to fall asleep, and the kids mm-hmm. are giggling and pretending to sleep. And I think that's the that's mm-hmm. like the best time. Yeah, I think when we ask our like at the end of every year, we kind of ask like, okay, what was your favorite family adventure? Because yeah. we do a lot of traveling. We've taken to our, ki- our kids to some pretty fun places, but it's always so interesting when they will mention like the most random, mm-hmm. like one of our daughters recently said, like oh, when we drove to like, we were driving through this Canyon going camping and we were all, we're singing in Kanto at the top of our lungs. And she's like, that was it. Like that was my moment. And I was like, Oh my gosh. It's just, it's fun when you get to like create those moments in the outdoors. So fun. Yeah, but you have to create them. That's the hard parenting thing is it's like they don't happen unless someone in the family takes the leadership to get the family outside. Yes, exactly. Uh, I have one more question. It's where can people go to learn more about what you guys do? Oh, yes, of course. You can find us at on social media, on Instagram, at Rooted and Wild Adventure Co. Yeah, and Rooted Wild Adventure Co. Yes. And then um, you can also check out our website, rootedwildadventureco.com. Mm-hmm. And then what part of Utah are you in? We're north of Salt Lake. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Are most of your adventures in that region or do you just Three groups up here and then one south of Salt Lake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of do from like Ogden mm-hmm. down to the Provo area. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of. It's a lot of, it's a lot of places in between (laughs) a lot of traffic, Exactly, a lot of traffic. If you're in Utah, you should be hanging out with Amy and Mandy because aren't they so cool? So down to earth, so humble, and they have this big vision and I love, I love this. I love their vision and I love what they're doing. So if you want to learn more about them, head on over to their website. If you want to learn more about our summit and how you can hear their presentation, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. Just a reminder, tickets are going on sale starting February 1st. Our summit is May 
8th through the 12th, 2024, but you will be able to catch a replay of all of our summit presentations all the way through October of 2024. So head to our website, hikelikewoman.com for more information. Thanks so much. I'll see you out on the trails.